I'm delighted to welcome today Christy Sullivan, who is a human design expert and an author and a speaker. So welcome, Christy. Thank you so much, Elaine. Which do we start with, the human design, the, the speaker or the, or the authoring? Where, where would you like to start? I usually start off with human design, which is uh, either a topic that either people have heard a little bit about or nothing at all, usually. So I start by talking about human design and uh, my journey with human design, um, why I'm doing it as a business and how it can help others in really um, some really amazing life transformations. Okay, let's, let's start there then. So what is human design? Human design is your energetic blueprint based on your birth date. So you can find a lot of information online. You can go to some websites and put your birth information and out pops a, um, what is called a body graph. It looks like a uh, shape of a body with different energy centers. And so it really shows your energy system that you were so-called encoded with when you came into this life. It doesn't change. It's based on that birth date. And it really can be quite fascinating because it's sort of like what I call the car model that you're driving on this life journey. And when you understand how that car operates, how you operate, then you can start to do things more in the right alignment Mm -hmm. for your energy. And then my mission is to help people stop overworking and start overflowing by knowing what that alignment is for them. Mm, that's that's neat stop overworking and start overflowing I like that I'm going to make a note of yes. that and <laughs> might use that again oh that's the title of your book that's why I've heard book. it before what a cool title so Thank stop you. overflowing yes. stop stop it stop overworking start overflowing so um as you've waved the book up um just just briefly about the book where when did you publish the book So the book came out in October of 2021, and it's an actual collaboration. Uh, I recruited 25 human design practitioners like myself to talk about in a story form uh, how they discovered human design, how it transformed them, and uh, a tip or tool technique that uh, other readers can use to um, help them in their energy alignment and self-care. And um, what's interesting is There's so much out there actually um, about human design, technical things to help you understand uh, what the chart means and uh, your unique blueprint. But I decided this book would be more, again, of storytelling form to inspire people to either uh, look up more about their human design or understand it from just that storytelling perspective. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, we'll probably come back to that. So human design is, is the energy um, pattern kind of thing that you were, you were born with that you said doesn't change. Is it a bit like horoscoping though? I do call it astrology and steroids because it actually does uh, have uh, the alignment of the planets play an effect. And human design, the system came out in the 80s, but it combines astrology, the chakra system, I Ching and Kabbalah. And those are all ancient modalities. So it can be a little bit similar to 
the basis of astrology, but I believe that you, you don't need to know much about astrology to study human design and to really look at it in a way that's unique to you. So the way I explain it is like, if we're driving a car model, um, your astrology sign, I'm a Libra, there are other Libras out there. Um, but when you look under the hood in the interior of the car, we're all uniquely encoded. And that uniqueness um, and knowing what that is can help you in making like choices and decisions and uh, choices along this journey that we are so that it's not just one category that you identify with, but more of the unique programming that's behind uh, that car, so to, so to speak. Mm, interesting. So, so the chakras, um, when you look at a human design picture for those people who are listening to this rather than looking at um, the video, what what would people see when when they when they look at the the graph that you mentioned or the body the body thing? Yeah, so they're going to see a lot of shapes, numbers, uh, some lines. Uh, it's probably going to look like hieroglyphics to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but just knowing that the alignment of the planets on your birth date and three months prior to that help um, determine what unique aspects of energy are uh, part of your makeup. So when you look at the um, actual graph, if you do know the chakra system, then it might look familiar because uh, the typical chakra traditional system has seven chakras in human design. It's nine, but it's very similar. There is the head and the ajna, the throat chakra. Um, We have uh, two areas around the heart. We have a sacral, emotional solar plexus, root center, and then also a spleen center. Mm, cool. Okay. So you mentioned that people can go on the internet and look up human design, but then you said that you're an expert. So how 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 much DIY can people do on this? Oh, it's a rabbit hole. They can do a whole mm. lot. But what I would say is that when you first look up your chart um, and you start to maybe read up on it, you want to start at the very top layer or basic um, principles, which are what are your energy type strategy and the authority. And I can explain what those are, but that's a good starting point is just to start to look at some of that basic information. I call it the top layers. Um, We um, then start to look at things that are much more um, specific to each person. And that's what I recommend uh, if you um, do self-study, you can certainly spend a lot of time um, finding the information. There are various resources out there, uh, lots of experts. But when you speak to somebody one-on-one, and this is what I enjoy doing, I help somebody understand their chart in a in a two uh, one-on-one phone calls or Zoom calls where we discuss what uh, the chart shows and what their life experience has been like. And for a lot of people, I hear them saying that this validates things that they already Mm. know about themselves, because if you're on a Mm. self-growth journey, um, like I think you and I are, Mm. and many of your listeners, Mm. then I think you're going to hear things that help confirm what you have found out about yourself. And then there's other aspects of the blueprint, again, that um, you could look at uh, in a deeper level. And what happens is that there's a lot of information. So it takes time. I want to give that warning. It takes time to discover your design, understand all the aspects, and then start to experiment with it. 
So um, it can be certainly a self-study journey, and then it can also be one that's supported by somebody like me and lots of other groups and conversations that are happening out, out there. Cool. So, so who would come to you? How, how, knowing that, um, well, I, I was surprised you said it was uh, uh, created in the 80s because that's, that's, that's like hundreds of years ago now, isn't it? <laughs> The 80s. So that's that's a long time ago. I can't do the maths to work backwards. So um, how come I've, I've only just heard about it recently in the last few months? And I'm, yeah. I'm out there a lot. I'm, you know, in the personal development world. And suddenly I'm now hearing about it. So it's like, I suppose, when you when you tune into something, it's it's everywhere. But if you haven't Absolutely. come across it before. So I'm in that sort of um, well, let's find out about this. What you know? What? How? How does it work? And and so on. So so you you've explained it's a combination of all of these different systems. So the Chinese and the chakras and the Kabbalah and the the astrology and so on. Is there any particular part of that 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 got you into it? Is there any particular thing that you knew about already and you thought, oh, this is good. I can you know include all these things. Well, I actually have a background in uh, teaching yoga, so the chakras resonated very much for me. And when I discovered yoga in the year 2000 or started taking classes, I think back then too, it seemed to me that there weren't many people who were practicing yoga or talking about it. It wasn't in the media. And now it seems like there's a yoga mm-hmm. Everywhere. Uh, studio on every, yeah. every street corner. Yeah. And or online nowadays, Mm -hmm. but that's what I think is happening with human design. So it did um, get downloaded, so to speak, Mm -hmm. in the 1980s by a gentleman named Ra who has passed away. And he has Mm -hmm. a a website that um, is his organization called the jovianarchives.com. But I think more and more people are starting to discover human design and starting to study it for themselves. I know for me, I discovered it about six years ago. I was drawn into a friend of mine who was doing a coaching program and she taught us human, our human design as the basis of that program. Mm. Um, and there was more to it, but that started my journey on, uh, taking a look at what human design was, what my blueprint was. And then of course I started to pull up charts for my family and my friends and to talk about it. Like I started to talk about yoga when I discovered it. And now it evolved to more and more people, I think, wanting to just add this tool to their toolbox, because again, they're maybe on a, a self-growth journey or personal development journey and knowing who we are, knowing more about ourselves and, and, and it evolving and expanding. I think that's many of us are on that journey and this is a great tool for doing that. Mm, absolutely. And that, that's how I use the disbehavioral profiling that, that we've spoken about earlier the, the the earlier somebody knows what their behavioral strengths are and their personality type, that's not to say we put people in boxes, but if you know what your blend is, then you can then put yourself in a situation where you're continually moving forward in a positive way rather than constantly, you know, bashing your head against a brick wall, trying to do things that you're really not cut out to do. So it's, yes. it's interesting how these these two two mix over. So you said yeah. about pulling up a chart. How, how, what do you mean pulling up a chart? Well, I want to point out too that I have a background in marketing and communications. And about 10 years ago or more, I discovered DISC and I loved it. I thought that was such an amazing um, assessment tool. Mm-hmm. And it does take into account your personality and life experiences. 
Human design, as I said, is based on your birth date. So when you go to a website and input that date and the information, when you were born, the time you were born is important as well as location. It pulls up this visual, um, which shows that those energy centers that we talked about and different aspects. And um, there's books out there again and other resources. The difference with this tool is that it doesn't change. I've had people say, well, will my design change like mm-hmm. as I age and, uh, or, you know, uh, life experiences have an effect and it doesn't, it doesn't have an effect on the actual design, maybe how it's expressed, mm-hmm. maybe how you choose to show up in your energy. And there is a really important factor called conditioning, which, um, mm-hmm. even in, in something like disc, depending on, you know, how you were programmed in this lifetime um, messages you received from your parents and family, authority figures, even ancestral um, programming can play an effect on how we choose to show up. And that's true even with human design. So even though uncovering that unique blueprint that we have, expressing it is a different aspect to it and, and noticing what is conditioned and what do we maybe need to shift in that conditioning so that we show up more of who we are on a deeper level? What kind of people come to you to have their human design chart created? The folks that I typically work with tend to be uh, women, entrepreneurs, midlife, uh, who, again, are doing um, personal development and, and love tools like DISC mm-hmm. or the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs. And um, they tend to be women who, uh, like me, uh, were exploring not only who they were, but trying to understand, like, what's my life purpose, what path. And for me, I was in a marketing career for a long time and then had this passion for health and wellness. And I was exploring on the side through yoga and other uh, wellness avenues. And I just felt like I was overworking, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I can really resonate with some of the clients who uh, come to me because uh, we are all taught to work hard Mm -hmm. to achieve and succeed. And um, overworking for me wasn't Mm -hmm. that I was putting in way too many hours, although that's what it could look like. It was as if whatever I was doing wasn't paying off as quickly or as um, easily and effortlessly as I hoped. And when I discovered human design, and I think a lot of the clients that I work with as well, these busy women, Mm -hmm. when they discover that in their unique design, that they're meant to be perhaps taking more downtime or responding to things rather than forcing things, Mm -hmm. or they're meant to be using more of um, Mm -hmm. their body, emotional center to make decisions rather than the head, it gives them Mm -hmm. permission I think gives all of us permission to start to slow down and recognize how we're operating. And then that's where transformation happens when you start to make choices differently. And when I've worked with clients, I've seen them, you know, start overflowing because they, they stop overworking, they pull back and take time for themselves, do more self-care and things tend to flow more easily for them in their business and in their personal lives. Mm, absolutely. Step, stepping back, slowing down, smelling the roses, all those kinds of phrases are so important. I've found personally that the older I get, the more the, the less I do, the more I achieve because I'm yes. tackling things in a far more 
centered balanced way than just like going at things like a bull in the china shop which is what we're what we're conditioned aren't we we're the biggest the fastest the best you know all yes. that stuff that we're, we're we're told and and um all the fashion you know then so we had all that when i was growing up you know you, you, we were taught to you know if you're going to do something do it properly and do it to win and then there was yes. a generation of oh no no we can't do that we have to treat everybody equally goodness knows where we are we're at now in the world so i think the human design system definitely sounds um a good timing for it to be to kind of flourish yes and i will say since you you mentioned uh, i like the phrase bull in a china shop mm-hmm. um that you your energy type like mine is similar in that we're both mm-hmm. generators and generators or manifesting generators a subset mm-hmm. represent 70 percent of the population ah. and what's significant about this type in a general sense i'll start with this is usually where we start with a reading is that the generator type are here to be productive and busy and doing work, but they need to be doing the right kind of work that we love. Mm -hmm. And we also still need to balance that with things like self-care and downtime that help us in not only focusing, but if we're too busy, Mm -hmm. then we're missing opportunities that are actually showing up for us as a generator, it's like we have this automatic big battery in us mm-hmm. to attract these opportunities to do the right kind of work. Mm-hmm. The other 30%, by the way, um, they have a little bit different energy where rather than um, this generating of workforce and life force, they, I call it the smaller car battery. They, they can do work in short bursts, but their key is to take downtime throughout the day to recharge. And again, those two principles of like being too busy, of overworking, apply to any energy type. I think in this day and age, we can be overloaded. And so it's like a magic secret ingredient when we find that pulling back, slowing down can actually create more abundance. It's really amazing. Mm, wonderful. So what did you do before you went into marketing or have you always done marketing things? So initially for me, my career path was marketing, communications, and events in the nonprofit world. And I did that for about 25 years. And um, around the same time that I uh, actually got married, I also um, changed my name formally, but also I um, ended up starting to take yoga classes and started to have an interest in fitness, yoga, teaching. And so I started that path alongside of marketing and communications. And then in 2020, when there was a, um, you know, pandemic, pandemic going on, I actually changed uh, careers, I had the opportunity to part ways with marketing and to step more fully into health and wellness. And I did I as a generator responded to the opportunities that I saw in that transition year. And more people were asking about human design, Um, somebody asked me to speak on it. And I did. And so you know, using some of my marketing communication certainly comes into play when I do this business too. Brilliant, brilliant. So what what tips would you give to people who um, are in, you, you describe these women who are, you know, overworking and, and all the rest of it. You said about, you know, st- stepping back and slowing down. How do they go about having a, a human design chart created? Um, where, where would they find a list of, bear in mind, we're, we're talking to, to people globally here. Is, is there like a central list or a, some association or something they could go to to find a human design person? 
So that's a good question. There's a lot of resources out there, a lot of amazing teachers. Um, I mentioned that the founding sort of organization is called Jovian Archive, and they have a website called mybodygraph.com, which is a free um, uh, website you log into to input your birth information and to pull up your chart. So that's a good place to start. And there's a lot of information on there, some free, some paid that you can explore. Um, there's a lot of books as well out there. One of my mentors is uh, Karen Curry Parker. She wrote a foreword in my book and she also um, published a book called Understanding Your Design and has uh, also a lot of great information online in her community. And I would say that once you, know, you uh, look at that chart, if you wanna talk with somebody, um, that certainly I love for people to connect with me or to um, maybe start listening to podcasts that are out there or following people on social media and see who resonates with you because there are, there are certainly a, various practitioners and we all have our own style. We mm -hmm. have, all have our own way of, of reading or um, providing information, teaching. A lot of uh, teachers also do free webinars, so that's a good place to start. And I do one as well once a month to just give people a, a taste of human design. And that's sort of a good starting point. And then when I work with clients, we do talk about self-care and slowing down, which is an aspect I believe to helping our design align, help us to align to our energy, help us to thrive and be more abundant. So um, self-care is just as unique as your blueprint. And I believe really it's different for everybody, but doing some sort of self-care every day is what's important, what's key. Mm, absolutely. I wish that was taught in schools. Um, I don't know what nonsense is taught in schools these days. I do know a lot of parents are bringing their children out of school and, and home educating, which I think is wonderful. Is there an, I suppose, really, I think I've answered my own question, because it's putting data into a, um, an online system, it can be done at any age. So it, it, from, from birth, really, I suppose. So parents could do this for their children. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, you can input uh, any age. It can be very helpful for children. It can be helpful for parenting. Um, I have one of my authors in my book who focuses on parenting through the lens of human design. And um, just in general, I think that no matter what age, um, again, this can be a great tool for validating and, and making choices and transforming. Mm, absolutely. So how do people get hold of you, Christy? So my website is christyhsullivan.com. And that's my, my name, K-R-I-S-T-I with the initial H and then Sullivan. Um, I'm also on Instagram with that same handle. And I have a community on Facebook called Christie's self-care and human design community if you'd like to look me up there awesome so anybody could join in to that and uh see what's what okay you you, you mentioned you took my um details earlier on my birth date and and everything and you said I was a, a generator so is that when you do a when you have a um a chart and you actually see the chart um I, in my mind I've got the chakras the colors of the chakra so when you see the chart, does, do we see the colors um, there or what, what, what do we see? What you're seeing is um, a number of different uh, 
shapes and, and numbers also that correlate to different aspects of energy. And it's not so much that the colors matter. Um, I know in the chakras, um, they were assigned, um, you know, in terms of that energy. Um, but in this case, it's more what they represent. Um, and so we start, we start off usually in a reading talking about your energy type. And I said, you're a generator like me. You're here to do the right kind of work. You're here to respond to opportunities. And we're not here to initiate. That's a big piece that I, I try to uh, help my clients understand that manifestors, which who are 9% of the population, are here to initiate, create. They can just go out and make things happen. The other energy types, though, do not have that same specific energy, although we can go ahead and work hard to make things happen, certainly, but for more ease and flow, we're here to respond to opportunities. And those opportunities are coming to us all the time. Mm -hmm. So in your chart, I can see that, for example, you have also specifically in the energy centers, an open head and an open root center, which you're familiar with in the chakra system. Mm -hmm. In human design, we call that a pressure cooker, that you often will have a lot of questions in your head you feel like you have to answer and with an open route, you feel like you always have work to do or tasks to do mm -hmm. and need to accomplish them. So just being mindful of that for you, for example, would be a great another um, permission slip for self-care and also for just um, noticing when that pressure is actually helpful, but noticing when it's not helpful. And if you feel like that pressure cooker, do you need to sometimes step away from things in order to kind of get that balance that you're looking for? So that's something I see in your chart as well. Cool. Helpful. Thank you. I'm sure there's, there's lots more that we obviously won't go into um, on here, but that's, that's really helpful. Thank you. So going back to your book, so you chose, um, you selected, uh, did you select these people or did they kind of step forward and say, yeah, I'd love to be in your book? How did that work? Very interesting. So I didn't know a lot of human design practitioners um, when I uh, decided to uh, move forward with this opportunity that came to me to, to do a book with a publisher that I had worked with in the past. So I actually went on social media and I hashtagged human design and discovered so many people who are doing all kinds of great work. And I made contacts in my design. Actually, I have something called the opportunist profile, which means that I love connecting with people. And so I had conversations with maybe 75 or hundred people to talk with them and just explain to them what I was doing. And then, um, very simply said to them, if this is an alignment with your design and your authority, then, uh, let me know. And 25 people came to the forefront who were interested in the book opportunity. And so, um, it was a great group. I think the right people found this at the right time. Brilliant. I can think of a number of people that I can introduce this to in terms of adding to their practice. Um, many parenting coaches seem to be, um, again, like yoga wasn't heard of, uh, parenting wasn't heard of, but now there's a lot of people doing parenting, um, parenting coaching. So um, I think that's, that's a good, and I think you mentioned that there was a, one of the authors there, one of the contributors is a parenting person. Yes. Yeah. She focuses on um, helping others understand the design of the children and how to honor that one of the one of the key things not only in understanding your own energy is that it helps you realize that others are uniquely built and mm -hmm. have their own energy and rather than us trying to always mm -hmm. change each other or adapt to others that it really helps us to be more mindful and honor 
that we're all uniquely um, encoded and uniquely um, energy flow that even parents can find useful when they're raising children. Mm, absolutely it's it's when we know about ourselves we can manage ourselves but also it then highlights the differences between us and other people and it's up to us to to I, I feel it's up to us to manage that situation because they don't know what we know and we know you know about ourselves and our behaviors and our energies and all the rest of it it's it's up to us isn't it to uh, to smooth and help that relationship flow yes absolutely you mentioned that you'd worked with the publisher before. Have you written other books? So in the year 2020, when I was going through my career transition, I had actually three other book opportunities that came to me. Um, they were um, where I wrote one chapter. Um, one was in the ultimate guide to self-healing. The next was uh, the great pause. Um, that was about um 2020 and the pandemic. And the third was uh, transformation 2020 also about how, um, things shifted for uh, people in uh, the year of the pandemic. So those three books um, were uh, people that I had known who were publishing them. And I said yes to writing in those books and then felt very drawn to um, create a collaborative book myself. Wonderful. So you're multiple, multiple author, multiple, what does it call? Multi, multi-published, multi-published. Multi-published, all best-selling yes. on Amazon. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. It's a nice feeling, isn't it, uh, when you when you do that? And with the collaboration, it's um, it's you know you've got more people to to discuss with, more people to to help promote. So in marketing terms, it's actually quite a neat thing to do, isn't it, with uh, with collaborations? Yeah, and I'm seeing more of them, maybe because I'm also in the community. But I'm seeing more and more opportunities um, where. Um, People are just looking to get their a word out or their stories and a collaborative book is such a great way. Uh, I see it less daunting than writing a whole book, yes. um, but I also feel like everyone works together. We have an a energy that is brought together to help, um, help the book to succeed, help it to be promoted. And also that it's less competition, right? More collaboration, always good mm. for us. Absolutely. The C word collaboration. I think that's going forward. That's definitely... Um, I've had three number one bestsellers as well and, and con uh, contributed up to 10, I can't remember if it's nine or 10 books now, but the same thing doing it. I have done one book on my own, but the rest have all been the collaborations. And it's lovely because you can learn from other people as well. You learn from your co-authors, um, their yeah. perspective of whatever the topic is that you've written about. Yeah, highly Congratulations. Thank you. So um, for listeners, highly recommend uh, writing. They say there's a story in everybody. There's a book in everybody rather. Um, you know lots of stories so yeah wonderful so remind us of your um, contact details again Christy for the for the listeners sure it's christyhsullivan.com that's where you'll also find my author page on Amazon as Christy H Sullivan on Instagram also and on Facebook Christy's human design and self-care community wonderful and remind us of the book title again so they can find it on uh, I will it is Stop Overworking and Start Overflowing. That's also linked on my website as well. Fabulous. Thank you very much. Lovely to have you today uh, on the show, Kirsty. Uh, Thank oh, you. God, Christy. Thank I, I was you determined so much. not to do that and I did it right at the very end. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you.